And um, if you're listening to the show, if you've just joined us, well, earlier on, we uh, basically caught up with uh, yesterday's conversation. We were preempting. This was a pre-conversation before SONA, and SONA has taken place, uh, where a group of 15 civil society organizations were calling for decisive leadership from Ramaphosa, and now they now need uh, to wait for the budget speech to see whether you know their expectations will be met. And I spoke to Matsidiso uh, Lengwasa, a uh, budget researcher at Section 27. Also spoke to Isabel um, Freire, uh, founding and executive director of Social Policy Initiative. And uh, my other conversation, which just ended a few minutes ago, uh, where I was speaking to the South African Federation of Trade Unions General Secretary Zuelin Zimavavi, talking about unemployment, um, unemployed youth and workers. And of course, I'm sure anyone who's unemployed has been waiting to hear whether there will be good news. But for now, I've got Roger Jardine. Change starts now, chatting to us right here on Night Talk. Let's give it another try. Great. Thank you. Much better. Hello? Yes, Roger. I'm just saying that the line is, is clear now. I can hear you loud and, okay, cl and clear. Okay, yes. fantastic. Yes. Yeah. As you were saying. Uh, yeah, I was saying I caught the tail end of your last conversation. We cannot allow South Africa to become a failed state. And um, I'm one of those South Africans determined to make this place work for all of us. Our vision is to focus on fixing the state. We've had lots of policies and ideas over the years. It now turns to finding the political will to implement them. And Change Starts now believes we have the people, we have the technology, we have the tools. What we've been lacking up to now is the political will and the right management of this country. And we want to make sure that that happens. Mm. And, and, and how, how, do you, how do you intend to serve? Do you have a process that you've worked on and said, this is how we're going to serve? Because everybody who has been coming in or any party that has been coming with a manifesto, you know, they, they give the whole talk of this is what we intend to do. This is what we intend to do. Do you have a process maybe that you've uh, thought about? Well, you, you know, I, you, may, you may know that uh, at the very start of my career, I was a director general in the Mandela administration. And then I've been in the private sector for 25 years. And we're assembling a, very, a fantastic team of South Africans who know how to get things done. So normally what you have is a process where people create policies and then it goes to the DG and then it goes to the cabinet and then everyone thinks the job is done. Our approach basically is to focus on project management and delivery so that things can happen. We you know, there's a lot of policies that are out there. So I'll give you an example. When the National Development Plan was published over 10 years ago, uh, it was widely uh, discussed that to reduce unemployment, we need to increase infrastructure investment as a percentage of GDP up to 30%. We're sitting at 14%. A country like Kenya is at 20%. And it's widely acknowledged that if you do that, um, unemployment will fall to around the 10% level. So why hasn't that happened, even though everyone knows it should happen? It's been stuck in dysfunction in the state. And, you know, the process that you're referring to is basically to get all the right people in the right positions to free up the thousands of civil servants who actually want to get the job done, but are weighed down by a political management that's just dysfunctional. 
And we need to fix that if we're going to get things done in South Africa. Mm. And and we're talking about, you know, creating jobs, a lot of university graduates and just the stats actually highlighted 15 to 24 uh, years old is the number, is the age group that actually has been struggling or has been hit the most in not finding a job. And if somebody is 24, literally it's somebody who's just maybe uh, completed their first degree. And that's when you're looking all excited to start a new life. And here you are. You, you, you work, you walk into the work um, environment and you cannot find a job. So, so earlier today, I'm in Cape Town today, and earlier today I spent a f- few hours in Guguletu with a bunch of uh, uh, young activists. And one of them was actually a UCT graduate who spent four years looking for a job. So, I mean, you're right on the mark in terms of that frustration. It's, it's, it, it's not helpful when our universities produce graduates, but our economy is being strangled due to inaction, and the economy can't absorb graduates. You know, as change starts now, we've, we've uh, published the results of a 9,000-person baseline study, which was done across the country to see what's in South Africans' minds. And we didn't, it, you know, we don't need to guess what the number one issue is. It's jobs, jobs, jobs. People are unemployed. They're desperate. Uh, one in two uh, young people are unemployed. That's almost 50%. So we have to grow this economy. And the way to grow this economy is to stop talking about it and to just get it done. I mean, here in Cape Town, the ports are dysfunctional. Across this country, unemployed, uh, unemployment amongst youth is at... Um, crisis proportions and if we don't fix this we we're really heading for disaster Mm. Roger we're just going to have to go to news I hope you do not mind I I need to go to news but I want to come back because we we having quite an important conversation here where we can maybe you know touch on health because we know that our health sector our hospitals uh, especially public hospitals right now uh, no, it's it's not a good sight. And I would like to, to, to hear your view in that regard. For now, let's just go to news. Greg is on standby and we'll be back. Night Talk, giving you depth and texture to the conversations that matter. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And welcome back. 086-000-2032 is the number to call if you would like to share your views, your opinions, or maybe you would like to ask questions. Um, I do have my guest online in the meantime that, that is related to, to the conversation that we're having. But otherwise, uh, this is normally under open line, but we thought we'd extend our conversation a little bit further for another five minutes because there are other pointers, or should I say point of conversations that we really need to tackle. And I'm speaking to Roger Jardine, Change Starts Now, which kicks off 2024 election drive with the pledge to make South Africa work and restore dignity to its people. Roger, welcome back. Thank you. So we were talking about um, the health sector, hospitals, and how government hospitals are just not in the best of states. Right. I'm I'm very pleased that you mentioned that we are focused on restoring the dignity of South Africans. And if you look at the public health care system, it's one of those areas where South Africans really suffer when they when they experience public health. Our public health institutions is where 90 percent of South Africans go. It's the first and the ultimate resort of health care. 
And we have currently a NHI bill that wants to aggregate all of healthcare spending, which is about 600 billion rand into an SOE type structure. Um, and it's it sort of, it's meant to pass for healthcare reform. We would focus on restoring our public healthcare system, which was at one stage admired around the world for its service. Instead today, it's characterized by shortage of medicine, linen, food, water, and so on. Uh, it's really in a sorry state of affairs. And, you know, I believe that a society, a measure of a society's care for its people is the degree to which it provides health care to its people. And, and we are failing dismally in that regard. So we will have to urgently rebuild our public health care in infrastructure because people are really, South Africans, are not getting the best service out of our public health care. Yeah. And where, what you call, I, I call them the parastatals. Yeah. We know that they've disintegrated. Evidently yes, so. And I, yes, and I think it's just part of the general problem of the way patronage and poor management and, you know, procurement has been subverted around people rather looking for, for you know, gaining for themselves personally or their families versus serving the people. And so, you know, to, to take our public health care institutions and lump them into a model the way our SLEs are being run is really asking for trouble in the healthcare space. But in general, we need a serious governance overhaul so that SOEs are run in a manner where a board is appointed and that board appoints a CEO and that CEO uh, works with an executive team and nobody meddles and tries to interfere in the management of those um, uh, SOEs because obviously if it's not performing that's a different case but we've just seen repeatedly how the shareholder mandate in this case it would be the government is deeply subverted and I mean I've I've been in the private sector and I know that you know uh, everyone has to stay in their lane when it comes to governance because if you want a board that's going to exercise its mind and its fiduciary duties you have to fully empower that board and fully empower the CEO. And there can't be, uh, you know, whispers from the sidelines from politicians or senior civil servants interfering in the running of those SOEs. And I think a lot of this fixing what's wrong currently is not rocket science. You know, one of the things that inspired me to leave the private sector and want to be part of the solution in the public sector is because it's painfully obvious that we can fix these things. I don't want to make it sound easy or, or trivialize the enormity of the challenge, but we need to do a few things that are quite plain uh, and obvious um, to be done. And then we can put this country back on the right road. And um, in closing, what really sets you apart from all these parties that have mushroomed over the years? I think South Africans are quite cynical about politics and politicians. You know, we've just done a 9,000-person baseline um, research with uh, 9,000 people across the country. And we can see from our research how people are feeling about the state of affairs. What sets us apart is 
we are focused on solutions. You know, the the old style of writing policy papers and going to the cabinet and the DGs and then signing off on it and feeling like the job is done, that's a practice that emanated in the middle of the past century. Modern governments focus on project delivery, on management and getting things done. They focus on enablement. So when we published our manifesto on the 19th of February, you'll see not just the problem, because, you know, one of the problems is that South Africans are tired of be, about being told what's wrong, because we all know what's wrong. What we need is solutions, and we're going to be focusing on what those solutions are and how we propose to fix these problems. Well, I suppose we have to leave it at this point. Roger Jardine, change starts now. Thank you so much for making time for us. Well, we are all going to the polls this year. Let's see how that pans out. It's going to be a very interesting year. Great. Thank you very much. Good Thank night. you so much Thank and you. good night. 11 minutes after 11, it is open line time. You can give us a call. Your thoughts, your views, whatever is niggling you. Maybe you want to uh, make a remark in uh, relation to the, you know, the speech that was delivered by the president, uh, the SONA speech. Um, give us a voice note call if you would like, 0614 We'll take your voice notes and your remarks when we get back.